Hey, everybody, and welcome to I Don't Know About That. Hey, it's I got Wayne and Gene in here with me today. Hey, Steve. Hello, Steve. How y'all doing? Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I tell you, that right. sums it up right yes, there. It ah. It's ah. been a tough market. It's uh, The OCTG business is not a very good business to be in right now, is it? It is not. I mean, whether you're a mill or a distributor, uh it's it's not it's not good for us, right? No, it's not. And, and quite frankly, our end users are struggling too uh, on their own issues. Um, but uh, actually, the oil and gas business is a little bit tough this year. It is tough. That uh, the old phrase "drill to cash flow" uh, that used to be a kind of a halfway a joke because at the end of the year they'd find budget money and keep going. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, the discipline's there. Yeah, and that's a good place to start, starting with the demand side, kind of with our end users. You're right. It's it's uh, We hear that all the time, and, and they are abiding by that now. They are. And I think you can kind of see that in the rig count uh, as it continues to fall. Dropped 18 Friday. Yeah, that's more like a... You know, a plummet, plummeting than yes. just falling. But uh, no, it's. Um, I think our customers are 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 being more fiscally um, responsible or conservative. Um, it's it's a little more difficult situation for them from the standpoint of capital markets are are certainly tight for them. They're having. We had a customer uh, in here yesterday and. Um, they, he was very kind in sharing some of his thoughts with uh, with us, and uh, one of their I mean they've they've got they're doing an okay job, but uh, he was kind of explaining how difficult it is to get Wall Street to even uh, listen to you, what you have to say because Wall Street has kind of given up on they're the oil interested. and yeah the oil and gas industry. They don't believe him anymore. Yeah, and whatever they were forecasting or whatever they were reporting to Wall Street is what they were planning on doing in the future. They wanted to make sure they didn't hit over yep. or under. They wanted to make sure they hit exactly what Wall right Street was saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Wall I think Street the story, the story that was told to us, is they every week they go into their production meeting, and if it's a hundred, just using a number, if the target is a hundred, and they're hitting a hundred one, they say dial it back. If mm-hmm. it's ninety nine, they say dial it up, but hit the hundred. Hit I thought the hundred. That, that was really consistency. Yeah, and again, so one of the other questions I think that we asked, which we'll share with you, is that we um, so we asked, okay, so how long does it take for for uh, this thing to change, and then and then the I guess Wall Street to have some uh, a little bit more belief in the oil and gas industry? I think the answer was kind of two or three years. Two or three years. That's We're not, not talking good. months. We're talking years here. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's, that's good t- for they, a sixty-year-old. <laughs> So yeah, we we uh, we well, obviously we're talking. We're going to get to the OCTG business, and I'm afraid I'm afraid this one's going to be a little bit longer because I have a little more talk to talk about. But certainly, OCTG industry is hard. But um, but again, our end users are suffering too. They've they've got a hard uh, road to hoe also, and so from that standpoint, um, <laughs> I guess misery loves company. It, well, it does, and you know, Steve is when we're talking about the demand side of it right now. Uh, as you were talking or mentioning that the uh, rig count continues to plummet. Uh, some of the notifications that even uh, our customer base gets on what they're going to do is week to week almost. Mm-hmm. So one week we can hear the answer that they're going to drill to the end of the year. And in that by the end of that week, it's I'm dropping a rig or I'm yeah. dropping two rigs. And, yeah. boy, it's just so hard to adjust to that. Yeah. It's 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 a tough on the demand side. It is tough, and again, you know, we're we're seeing. I think production uh, oil production is starting to uh, level out or kind of come down a little bit, 
but at the same time it doesn't it's just like the natural gas market on crude is that you just turn on the spigot and and you produce and you could overproduce very quickly it's, so. it's just like the situation in the middle east was just a blip on the radar yeah you know that when that thing happened i thought golly you know it was five percent of the oil production taken out of the market overnight and it took all of like three days to recover yeah. from that um and so i think the saudis are now saying 75 percent of that Lost production will be regained by the end of this month, which is yes. just you know, a few days well, away. Exactly. So, uh, in the past, that would have made a significant difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now it's not. Yeah, it's 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 and and you know, oil is oil is oil. It's you know, prices are it's crazy because prices are still look pretty good. I mean, they're fifty seven dollars right now, some mm-hmm. some around that range, Hanging but pretty steady. Yeah, but even still at 57, uh, you're not getting a whole lot of people that are wanting to drill a lot for, for oil. No. So No, and then natural gas is even worse than that. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be really talking about natural <laughs> gas seriously for another couple for, of years. Probably not for the rest of our careers. Golly, right? it's just amazing. You, you, you keep mentioning the rest of our careers. I don't know why game. I keep looking at you. <laughs> you got me a little nervous over here, Gene. Uh, uh, sorry. But moving, I guess flipping over on the uh, or to the supply side, uh, let's start a little bit talking about uh, the inputs into OCTG. What those? What's going on there? Well, just as we predicted a few podcasts ago, we started talking about the raw material side of it. You know, earlier in the year there was the issue with the iron ore, mm-hmm. and we saw iron ore prices going up, and then uh, we saw some flat road prices going up, and then all of a sudden we saw flat road uh, come down. Uh, I think we called it a dead cat bounce when it went back up. <laughs> the dead cat bounce. Yeah. Which it, is a it, real term. It is a real it's term. Like the, yeah, that's, and, uh, it, it's like it, the battle cry for 2019, <laughs> the dead cat bounce. Can we make a flag? I think we should, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, and actually it, it happened just like that. The price of, uh, of uh, hot roll coal started to go up. And then it just leveled out and, and lost its momentum. I yeah. mean, we had saw price increases from Nucor and some of the other guys out there, and they were talking about capacity coming down. And it had some short-term effect, but right now uh, I got some updates from Benchmarker uh, showed uh, still con- still on the decline right now. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, that's... So, but honestly, the, the price of uh, the input materials into actual pipe itself has really not had that much effect it's the market's based on supply and demand right yeah now. yeah there and there's there's too much supply i yeah, mean yeah. There, we've seen some things that may indicate that we might be um looking at a recovery sometime in the future i, I can't i'm not going to predict when i i would every time i predict it gets pushed out but uh imports are, are about they're less than what k less than half of what they were is that right about less than half about 30 35 percent so yeah. so yeah. that's of what they were at the beginning of the year so so that's a good thing but at the same time we're already into october for you know all intents and purposes and what's going to happen january one we're probably going to reload on the imports too is my guess so yeah. do you think that's going to happen I, I do yeah absolutely so a lot of the guys were you know the the guys that had quotas uh were looking at first second and third quarter being the largest amount coming in and then they in the fourth quarter they were talking about bringing in like 10 percent so yeah. it'd be like 30 percent for three quarters and then 10 percent for the fourth quarter i think we're, we're going to see that uh there's nothing uh that would encourage them 
at this stage of the game to do anything the rest of this year based on where the price of OCTG is. Yeah, and and again from the so from going back to it's all about supply and demand. So the so that's from a supply getting more in balance with the demand. That's good that the imports are coming down. But if they're just going to go right back up in the first quarter, because that's kind of the that's the model yeah. for importers yeah. is to throw it all in at the beginning of the year and back off the, we're you know we're going to be back in the same situation um, come you know March or something like that with yeah. oh, too much inventory. Yeah, and unfortunately, as we uh, go into the end of this calendar year with ad valorem tax and things like that. We typically see some people starting to look at the ideal of dumping inventories, yeah. and it's I think happening. we're going to face that again. Yeah, we already are. It's already happening. Yeah, and, and further on the supply side, um, that's you know maybe some silver lining on a pretty dark cloud is that, uh, uh, and this I know our mill friends wouldn't agree with this, but it probably is necessary is that the mill order books are are pretty light right now. They are, and so they're going to have to do some things to reduce their output yeah uh, so it maybe it's just reducing their hours or taking out some shifts and unfortunately it's probably gonna uh result in maybe even some layoffs at some of yeah, these places we, of course we are our, our, our mill friends and our mill partners we hate we hate that for them uh it's a difficult situation um but like I said, the, the market has to get more back in balance. And, and Kayla, I think Kayla's been doing a kind of a survey. And, um, you know, are, have you seen the mill capacities continue to decline? Uh, we You do a survey of different uh, utilization. Of, utilization. I've seen them decline, and then we're expecting them to kind of inch back up a little bit. We were at 57% as a weighted capacity and accumulated for the mills that, you know, we utilize. So I've recently sent out our Q3 expectations, and so hopefully we'll get those results back within the next week. So if you want to keep informed on all, on those types of numbers, please give uh, your local BNL Pipe Go Services <laughs> salesperson a call. There you go, Gino. I made a little plug there. No, appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. We'll so. take all the help we can get. But uh, and and so from that standpoint, the supply we still feel like the supply is it's there's an oversupply. So what is, what Wayne, what have you seen on OCTG pricing, and what are your expectations? Uh, we haven't seen a bottom yet, Steve. Okay, uh, that's the ex the expectation is, you know, if you remember the old Johnny Carson deal, Karnak the Magnificent, and oh, all yeah. that, you know pulling out the jar and forecasting the future and all that. Well, right now we don't even have a jar. So uh, we're not for sure where, when the bottom's going to be. I mean, we called it two or three times and we, we called it wrong, just yeah. to be honest with you. So uh, we're not for sure when the bottom's going to hit. Hopefully uh, it's between now and the end of the year and we start to see some recovery in the first part of next year, hopefully. Uh, but, Right now, OCTG prices uh, are changing on a weekly basis. And also, Wayne, the other thing I think is one thing we were going to talk about is this market just feels different. You know, as Gino mentioned, there's some of us that are seasoned, that are seasoned. sitting in this room. I like that word. You like that word yeah. instead of aged? Yes. <laughs> seasoned. And, you know, we've been through the cycles, Gene. Uh, you yeah. know, up and down. I started in the industry in uh, 1981. And, I was right uh, behind you. There you go. And so, you know, we've seen the cycles, but this one feels totally different. Yeah. For some reason, it does or feel another. different. Yeah. We, and we can't put our finger on it either. It's um, it's yeah. There's there's some structural changes that seem to be going on. Um, I wish I could, 
and and I, I, we could probably talk a whole hour on maybe the causes of that, but but I think I think there is a change in in the drilling and and uh, well certainly there's no exploration, but the drilling uh, for oil and well oil and gas wells there's there's something going on there, and I think it is going to have some impact on OCTG. I don't necessarily think it's going to be a good thing. I think we're we're not only from the production side of oil, so we're we're gotten almost too good. You know, if if you're an OCTG guy, um, our customers have almost gotten too good about how, about how they produce oil, and so it's they can do it so quickly. Um, and you never hear about a dry hole anymore. You, there's no such thing as a dry hole. You're right, and and so from that standpoint, uh, efficiencies will continue, I think, to be built into the system. And I think from that standpoint is that. Um, and, and it's, you know, I guess an overall investment standpoint for people that want to invest in the oil and gas business, that's that's a good thing. For us, it's it's difficult. It is because you're talking about less pipe yep. for more oil production. For more oil production. Less wells drilled for more, more and I oil think production. That's, and I think that's one of the things is that uh, we hit, we are, we've gotten really, really good at what we do. The mills have gotten really, really good at, at making pipe quickly and, and efficiently and at a high quality. So... Yield uh, yield rates are are uh, I guess the yield losses are way down on on the pipe mills, going over through the end users again. Like you said, they're able to produce more oil for with less pipe, and so it's a it's it's it that and maybe that's you know like I said we could talk an hour on this, but maybe that's what the change the f- change in feel is. But it does feel differently. It, it does, and of course, as a distributor, we have to adjust to those changes. Uh, as quickly as we can, or at least trying to stay ahead of the curve, and so it's changed our model a little bit too, Steve. Oh yeah, yeah. We ha- and again from that standpoint, we need to do um, more with less. Uh, meaning, we it's it's we're to the point where because the way OCTG pricing is where it is, you know, if we want to get an adequate return on our investment, we got to make sure that we're not carrying too much inventory, which. Again, our, our our end user customers might not want to hear that, yeah. but I will say our investors certainly want to hear that. Well, and that, that gets back to the uh, the old uh, adage that we got to do more with analytics. We've got to do more with uh, this digital world yep. uh, that we're in, and being able to respond in speeds that we couldn't do in the past. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the last thing I know, we're getting a little bit long in the tooth here. The last thing I want to bring up is that um, I've I've been. Find, I've been finding it very interesting listening to some of the debates from the uh, the Democratic um, candidates for president because um, there's some some pretty radical ideas as it, as they relate to the oil and gas industry. I think one of the latest ones is um, uh, Elizabeth Warren who wants to ban all fracking and all offshore drilling. The day she gets into office. The day she gets in office, and, and I think she may have modified that on federal lands, if I'm not mistaken. But still, that's a it, quite frankly, you know, if if uh, it, it's it's interesting. Whenever anybody in Washington says they're going to do, they want to have an outcome, they get the exact opposite outcome. Yeah. So you want to drill, you want to ban the fracking, which is what has made us energy independent. So you ban the fracking, you're not getting rid of the demand for oil. So, quite frankly, if you want to probably put a pencil to it, you're going to get the opposite effect because. Mm-hmm. Like we just said, more oil with less pipe. So they're getting more oil from each each well because of the fracking. You ban fracking, that rig count's probably going to jump up to. So yeah. now you got to drill more you, wells yeah. 
just to you go back to meet the, 19- the demand that's 80s. out there. That's right. Yeah, you're going to go back to the. So that's that's uh, and I think from a standpoint of our listeners, I hope everybody understands that is that um, we're certainly not against uh, alternative uh, of forms of of energy, no. but oil and gas plays a very important part in the world demand for energy. And it's a and it's uh, it's something we can't ignore. Now I think some of these candidates I find it interesting that they want to just kind of do away with it all, uh, take us back to um, <laughs> you know fifty years, sixty years ago. I don't know how they make it to all their meetings across the country without you know planes and trains and automobiles, but plastics and everything else, petroleum products go into. Yeah, that you yeah. don't realize it. Yeah, and, and we're talking into so, something that was made from. Petroleum products. That's yeah. a very good example. That's a very good point too. Is that um, I think they want to t- tie it all fossil fuels all to climate change, uh, which is if they want to do that, that's I guess that's their prerogative. But good point, Gene. Is the oil and gas industry is 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 contributing a lot to the day to day products that we use, and so from that standpoint, you ban fracking, you should. I mean, you're going to have to drill a whole lot of wells to keep up with that oil and gas demand. Right. And so probably making our country energy dependent on other countries at this which stage, is what we've think. tried to get away from for the last probably 30 or 40 years yeah. but uh no so it's a i kind of wanted to bring that up because that's a certainly Something a concern yeah from our from our standpoint for for our um end user customers um again i think it's like a typical washington deal is it you try to they try to affect a and then they cause the exact opposite of <laughs> of right. what they're trying to accomplish exactly. so well all right guys well thanks for joining today it was uh well sorry we went a little bit longer in the tooth but we hadn't done one of these in a little while and the, the market has been uh pretty dramatic lately um let's so. try to find some good news before we do this the next one I, i'm hoping that by the time we're at the end of the year we're at least being a little bit more positive about this we are gonna be we (laughs) are gonna be gotta be optimistic if you're gonna be in this business so all right well thanks everybody for listening thanks gene and wayne and we'll talk to you soon